Trevor, we're clear. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of The Florida Project, the podcast where Disney fans celebrate Walt Disney World. If you like Disney and you like podcasts, you'll probably like The Florida Project. My name is Will, and across from me is Jason. Hello. And as always, next to both of us is none other than Michael. Hello. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, get access to some awesome bonus content, and hang out with us on our Patreon-exclusive Slack channel, become one of our Patreon saints at patreon.com slash podcast. All of our Patreon saints get access to two additional shows, TFP Extra, Extra. and Disney Classics. Classics. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I even le- I left you the time to do it, and I still don't like it. Each week on TFP Extra, Extra, we keep the podcast train rolling with more zany fun, the airing of grievances, and a topic that may or may not be Disney related. This week we'll discuss, you know, a lot of stuff, but probably also the new movie The Batman, mm. which we all saw. On the monthly Disney Classic series, <laughs> we watch and discuss each of Disney's animated classic films. Our most recently released one is on the Aristocats, and our next one is, I can't wait, The Lion King. Animated. Animated. Yes. Not photorealistic. Well, that wouldn't make sense under our animated Disney Classics series. That's true. Well, it doesn't say animated Disney Classics. It just says Disney Classics series right here in the copy, Michael. I'm just saying. Yeah, but the tagline is we watch and discuss each of Disney's animated classic films. <laughs> oh, I don't read anything. I, as soon as I read something, it goes it's out literally of the sentence you just read. I've already scrolled past that. What do you want from me? If you look at my laptop, it's, we're, we're here. <laughs> Additional levels and rewards are all on the Patreon site. So go sign up at patreon.com slash TFP podcast today and get more of the Florida Project. In today's episode, we'll discuss some nonsense and small topics. Michael will give us the latest news. I will take us on a trip down Main Tweet USA, and then we'll share some of our best tips for first-time visitors at Walt Disney World. All of that and more is coming up on this week's episode of The Florida Project. It's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. After all, it's a small topic. After all, it's a small, small, small topics. All right. St. Patrick's Day, the day commemorating the death of St. Patrick. I uh, won't. Huh? Uh, You know what? Okay. It's coming up this week. Legend has it that St. P banished all the snakes from Ireland. In the grand tradition of the patron saint of the Emerald Isle, what would you banish from Walt Disney World? Those t-shirts. I spent all this money. Yeah. Immediately. Number one. Yep. 100%. Rude guests. Mm. Oh, yeah. And humidity. Oh wait! Oh, Does, I'll do. I'll get. I got humidity. Okay, I got the heat. We can do more than one, maybe, right? Well, I mean, St. Patrick just did the snakes. Well, there are snakes in Ireland still. You don't know that? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I bet they got a zoo. Nah. You tell me they don't have a zoo in Ireland? Not one. Hmm. Well, dang. <laughs> I'll be darned. Okay. Yeah. Uh. All right. So we got shirts, humidity, rude guests. Yeah, those, those are good ones. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Not all shirts. Right. Not all shirts. Okay. Beware. The Ides of March is also coming up this week. 
in a Mickey's Christmas Carol telling of the death of Julius Caesar, mm. which animated Disney character would you cast to play? Caesar, Mark Anthony, Cleopatra, and Cassius and Brutus. I, for Caesar, I think I'd go with Donald. Yeah. Kind of for a dark reason. Because <laughs> you want him to die? No. That's messed up, man. I didn't say that. You messed up. I didn't say that. But when he does get stabby, stab, stabbed, <laughs> the white feathers and I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I think I think he'd be a good, like, you know, uh, ruthless ruler. Yeah. Like Julius Caesar. See, I was going to say Donald would be the stabber. You think? Yeah. So I think Goofy would accidentally do it. <laughs> to be yeah, I think you have that cat guy. What's his name? Pete. Yeah. It's Pete and Pete is Brutus. Yeah. And then you have a Goofy as a sidekick, a bumbling sidekick. Yeah. Cassius. But Brutus wasn't just like, you know, mustache twirling or anything. You know, he was convinced. That's true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. He was reluctant. Yeah. Okay, so we need somebody who has a bit of a moral compass, but still will stab someone. Donald. Donald. That's, that's... Well, then who's Caesar? Mickey. Mickey. Oh, no, Mickey is Mark Anthony. Oh, okay. I Isn't he like that. the hero? He's, well, he's the good one. Well. Comparatively. He's the military might. History decides the hero. You know what? They're, they all were kind of bad at times. Well, Mickey and Minnie are Mark Anthony and Cleopatra. All right. Cool. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daisy. Daisy could be Brutus. Oh, no. Pluto. Oh. <laughs> or Goofy. If you can we only the... do the... No, you can do other people. Oh, okay. Hades. <laughs> if you want to go really villains or... Yeah, no, I think... Um... No, I like having Goofy as Brutus. Because he could get convinced easily. This guy, I'm telling you, Goofy, he wants you to do it. <laughs> Let's not forget the chipmunks. They would stab Donald if Donald was oh, Caesar. That's true. that's true. Maybe the two chipmunks together are Brutus. Sure. Or Brutus and Cassius. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they stand on each other and wear a toga. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be like rated PG, though, right? Or PG-13. Yeah. Unless of a, they cut out the last part. Instead of a knife, they use a nut. Yeah. Okay. Because there we go. Okay. We're done here. All right. And finally, if those two weren't enough, we'll also celebrate Pie Day on March 14th this week. If you were to enter a pie eating contest where you could pick the flavor of your pie, what flavor would you go with and how many pies do you think you could eat in five minutes? You could choose any flavor, but it has to be a real pie, not a pie plate full of whipped cream. (laughs) But well, you got to be mindful on these things. Yeah. Because it's got to be a light pie. It does. And I have mine ready. What? One of those chocolate pies, which is basically just like chocolate pudding yeah. and like, you know, whipped cream on top of it. Yep. But it counts. It's like a real pie. Yeah. It's a good one. Like you should not do like cherry pie. Or, you'll burn your mouth too, first of all. Nah, they've cooled. Because they're only, cherry pie is only good when it's hot. They've so. cooled. They're on the windowsill yeah. for two hours. Aunt May or whatever. What? Yeah. Aunt May baked pies? Aunt B. Aunt B. Aunt B. Who's Aunt yeah. May? That's Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, Aunt B. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> All right, what would you... Will's going chocolate. What are you going with? Pizza. A pizza pie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, one of those really thin ones. Remember, it's big, though. Like, 
Well, it's pie shaped. Yeah, it's pie size, so it's like nine inches. It's like a like a blaze pizza. Pizza. Mm, yeah. Well, how many? Uh, in we five minutes. Say how many we could eat? I could eat like three in five minutes, probably. Oh, I could eat like five of those in five minutes. Are we trying okay. trying to <laughs> I, eat the I, most? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a contest. I can eat fifty. Yeah. Good. I, I don't know that I, I couldn't. You, I would be able to eat more of your pizza pie than the chocolate pie because there's more stuff. Yeah. In yeah. Mine. But I think I could eat like at least two in five minutes. The crust is the issue. Like you could scoop out the middle. The crust is always the issue with these things. Did you know that family travel has the incredible power to shape our children's worldview and create lasting memories? In a world where representation is often lacking, it's essential for our children to see themselves reflected in every aspect of life, including the stories we tell about travel. Introducing the Travel of Legacy podcast, where we're rewriting the script by celebrating the diverse voices of black and brown family travelers. Each episode of Travel of Legacy is a testament to the enriching power and the joy of exploration in black and brown communities. So journey with us and subscribe now. With mine, with the pizza one, I would stack like five on top of each other and eat them at See, one time. See, that's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's the best way to do it. Yeah. But it's also cheating. It's not cheating. The pizza pie is cheating. <laughs> I go with, uh, just a, said we couldn't choose whipped cream. <laughs> well, that's fair, but it's still not fair. <laughs> Mine's similar to Will's, but I will go with, um, uh, pie's French cousin, a tart, and it would be like a, uh, an orange tart, but with the uh, creme anglaise, the kind of puddingy type of thing. But I go tart because it's shallower, and you can pick it up. And <laughs> oh, I can pick up that pie. Huh? Have you ever watched a pie eating contest? They're gross because those animals just like handfuls of it and just yeah. go. But that's the way to do it to get all the the crust and everything in yep. one bite. It's like the hot dog eating where you just you know eat the hot dogs and then just stuff the buns with water. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never going to do a pie eating contest. Yeah, me neither. Or a hot dog eating. No. If it was mini pies. Mm. I think there's a point where you just start in, like, I'm just going to enjoy this. Yeah. yeah. Like, have you ever seen the hot wing eating contest? No. Those are insanely gross. Because it literally looks, it looks like animals. I bet it sounds gross, too. Yeah. Do you dip Mm-mm. in some ranch? <laughs> but they are good at eating them. Like, even the flats, just one bite and get the whole, get all of it off of there. Do people ever just chew up the whole thing, including the bone, just to win? I don't. I, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't uh, done enough research into that. Has Jaws been in a? Would <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be disturbing. See, it's still, you still got a problem with the digestion. <laughs> the eating's not the issue. Yeah. Well, the digestion's the future problem. Yeah, but that's going to be a big problem. Yeah. All right, and that's it for small topics. Thanks, Jason. Those were some great and gross small topics, and they were in reverse order, reverse chronological order. I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I remembered today when I was writing this small topic that uh, we have one of your mom's cherry pies in the freezer. So I'm going to cook that for pie day. And I think we have a half of a chicken pie. <gasps> we'll have two pies on pie day. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Okay. News. So it was a pretty light news week, but here are three items to discuss about Walt Disney World. Disneyland, and Disney+. Plus. Number one, changes coming to Disney's Boardwalk Resort. 
So Disney has announced plans to update Disney's boardwalk with new enhancements at the hotel and on the boardwalk itself. Updates will include new lobby design at Disney's Boardwalk Inn, including a coffee bar, refreshed guest rooms, a new table service restaurant and bakery, and a new sandwich shop. The Cake Bake Shop by Gwendolyn Rogers is a new table service restaurant and bakery expected to open in 2023. According to Disney, quote, This restaurant will offer both savory and dessert menus, along with afternoon tea service in a whimsical atmosphere that complements the magic of the idyllic charm of Disney's Boardwalk, end quote. The existing Boardwalk Bakery will become a new sandwich shop, and the ice cream store will remain. You might be wondering where this new Cake Bake Shop restaurant will be located. Hey, Michael, where will the new Cake Bake Shop be located? I'm wondering. Well, sadly, it will take the place of the now permanently closed ESPN Club. I have a question. Yeah. Did you write sadly, or was this the article? No, I wrote sadly. Okay. I, I don't believe you really feel that way. I don't, but I feel like... Maybe people are sad about it. We went there one time. What? We watched uh, some football game. It's there. fine at best. Yeah, like at best. And you, oh, it always had like an hour wait. Always yeah. didn't matter. Nobody there. Watch? Hour. Georgia wait. Tech was in that. Probably something. Yeah, good. I remember because we're the best. Maybe basketball tournament. Yeah. Or no, it probably would have been on one. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But <laughs> I, I've I was never a big fan of the ESPN Club. Like it's fine, but like you know. It was loud if you were staying in one of the boardwalk uh, rooms that Is it was really? above it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you could hear it from our hallway that time we stayed oh, there. I don't think I noticed. Well, let's take off sadly. All well, right. it closed. Well, unsurprisingly, it will take the place for the now permanently closed ESPN Club. ESPN Club opened at Walt Disney World in July of 1996 and offered classic American pub cuisine, sports entertainment, and shopping, along with live TV coverage of sporting events. The club closed along with the rest of Walt Disney World during the pandemic and has not reopened since and never will. And there wasn't like a big outcry. Oh, man. When is the ESPN club <laughs> reopening? Like, no. Although, you know, is it? Wait, I bet it's not some people news. liked it. Do you have the news about the Epcot experience? No. Apparently, some people were waxing poetic about that. <laughs> I'm like, that has to be trolls. It has to be. Yeah. I guarantee there was one person that goes, Oh man, I was looking forward to the Epcot experience. Well, then you didn't. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like I guess the only sad thing you can say about the closing of the Epcot experience is that means they don't have anything to showcase that's coming to Epcot in the near future. So there's no need for but it. All the stuff is almost there. That's the well, thing, no, yeah, that part's know? good. But I'm just saying, like, it's the fact that it served its purpose is kind of sad because that means nothing new is going to come to Epcot for a while. Mm. Otherwise, they would yeah. put it in the Epcot experience. All right. Well, that's a glass. Unless they're, <laughs> unless they're clearing out the Epcot experience to add something new. Ooh. And it's kind of like a like a chicken and the egg type of thing. Yeah. Hopefully a table service restaurant. All or right. the new ESPN Club. <laughs> ride. ride. ESPN the ride. ESPN sure. Club the ride. Mm. <laughs> There's an hour wait. Nobody's here. <laughs> I didn't get the right sandwich. <laughs> While inside Disney's Boardwalk Inn, light and airy touches will reinvigorate the lobby, lounge, and guest rooms, carrying the seaside breeze right inside. Just off the lobby, a new coffee bar with artisanal beverages and quick bites will be available to go or in newly refreshed seating spaces inside or outdoors. That's nice. I approve of these changes. Same. Wait, does this affect Pizza Window? Pizza Window is not mentioned. Okay. Pizza Window will remain open. 
speaking of windows that give you things i don't think so no okay number two the walt disney company 2022 annual shareholder meeting Ooh, wait i got one speaking of a window into the business side of disney ah, that's a good one mm. the walt disney company 2022 annual shareholder meeting has occurred <laughs> good good reporting michael <laughs> A couple days ago, as we record, the Walt Disney Company held its 2022 annual meeting of shareholders. And while there were no major announcements, there were a handful of interesting park and Disney Plus tidbits revealed. On the Disney Parks front, Bob Chapek was asked a question about the company's relative quietness over new theme park projects recently. He noted that they had to be careful with cash flow heavy projects due to the pandemic. And this included the announced and subsequently shelved Mary Poppins attraction at Epcot and the flagship Avengers Quinjet attraction at Avengers Campus at Disney's California Adventure. They still live in some capacity, as Chapek said, that he was really excited about the Mary Poppins project, but that both editions will be in a holding pattern. So this is the first we've heard about either project in some time. On the Disney Plus front, Disney showed a sneak peek image of the live-action Pinocchio film coming from Robert Zemeckis to Disney Plus in September. And more excitingly, Disney released the first trailer for the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi limited series coming to Disney Plus on May 25th, 2022. Yes, it was great. And this series takes place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Sith. It was a very good day to be online. It was. In the morning, uh, I follow Star Wars, and they retweeted the Obi-Wan Kenobi account that was just created, and the first tweet was, hello there. Yep. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. That's good. And then, like, an hour later, they released the E! Entertainment Weekly, like, photos. Mm-hmm. And then an hour later, they released the trailer. I'm like, oh, my God, it was great. Yeah. And then we also got, didn't we get a Strange New Worlds trailer that day, too? We did. Yeah. yeah. Teaser. All members of the board were re-elected with at least 94% of the vote, including CEO Bob Chapek, in spite of a grassroots effort for investors to vote against him. Nothing major revealed. There was a lot of discussion about the don't don't say gay bill thing, but you can read the news for that. Yep. Like real news. Yeah, real news. (laughs) Um, Not our stuff. Yeah, we won't go into that here. Well, it is a bit of a bummer about the Quinjet thing. Um, I feel like uh, Avengers Campus is fine without it for now. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's it got doesn't. two major rides in there. I, I hope it doesn't get like shelved permanently. Like, I don't think it Mary will. Poppins is probably going to get shelved permanently. I I don't think so. I I mean that he specifically mentioned that he was excited. Well, it's because he was asked. Yeah, but why would he say he was specifically excited about the Mary Poppins? Maybe he attraction. just likes Mary Poppins. Yeah, so Jolly Holiday Bakery coming soon. <laughs> like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I personally think there should be an attraction at every uh, World Showcase Pavilion of one sort or another, and not a movie. Um, but you know, I also think the Mary Poppins overlay to the UK Pavilion will be a lot cheaper than the Quinjet. Well, it's not an overlay. They were going to yeah. add on. Apparently, that whole back street was going to be like added. Oh, I thought this the, they were going to convert the existing street into. As I understand it, like when you round the corner back there, it was going to be oh, there's Admiral Boom's house and oh. the um, the mm-hmm. Banks house. They get rid of that garden, probably. Yeah, they'd also probably have to get rid of that um, room of requirement because it's back there. Oh yeah, Behind yeah, it. I, yeah. It depends on well, you know. Having just been back there a month ago, um, 
there is a way you could move around a little bit more. There is there's a decent amount of room back there. Or that would be a real nice show building for a Mary Poppins dark ride. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing about the rumor requirement is hope originally they weren't going to need it because they were going to build that new celebrate like that mm-hmm. festival center thing, but now they have this space, so you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah the festival center was not mentioned. Yeah. But they were talking about attraction, so why would it have been? True. What about the Walt statue? Is that still coming? Yeah. All right. Yeah, they showed a picture of it recently. I like that statue. Old man Walt just like, oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's classic, right? Yeah, it's just nice. Speaking of classics, number three, Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic returns in November. The Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic returns on Friday, November 11th and Saturday, November 12th, 2022, and tickets are now on sale. The Swan and Dolphin Food and Wine Classic treats guests to a street party festival with unlimited tastings of culinary selections from the hotel's award-winning restaurants, plus bottomless wine, beer, and beverages samplings from around the world. It all takes place amidst a backdrop of live entertainment on the hotel's causeway, featuring several themed areas such as a beer garden, carnival corner, and bubble lounge. The 2022 event will also feature the return of interactive food and beverage seminars led by the hotel's expert team. With 22 restaurants and lounges and a distinguished culinary and beverage team, the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin Resort continually earns national recognition for its food and beverage program. The hotel features more than 70 certified wine sommeliers and 1,400 wine selections. More information about the 2022 event will be released soon, but for the latest information to order purchase tickets, head on over to www.foodandwineclassic.com. How long have they been doing this? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. It sounds nice. Sure. I'm always amazed at how many restaurants the Swan and Dolphin Resorts have. I'm, I'm sorry, not, restaurants and lounges. Yeah, I mean, but once you walk in, it's like, it, those places are massive. Yeah, like, plus just, they have that new hotel now, too. That's true. And that restaurant on top, which has a very fancy uh, menu. Well, one thing you can say about fancy menu as well is that they are quite limited, and mm-hmm. so was this news segment this week. So that is it for news. That was some good news, Michael. Tweet. All right, this week on Main Tweet USA, we're finding out that Tron is getting closer to opening at the Magic Kingdom, which is exciting. Very exciting. Uh, Walt Disney World has released a video which explains that the highly anticipated Tron light cycle run has now completed phase one, which is the setup of the basic system and is now moving on to phase two of its development. Hooray. So this just reminds me of um, so the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets football team has not been doing well the last three years. And you know things aren't going well when the last year they started talking about, well, we're only in phase two right now of the redevelopment. Man, we, we need to move faster. because. <laughs> but I think Tron's actually moving along pretty well. Yeah. Honestly. Did you watch the video? Uh, no, not yet. It's cool. Except... There's some creepy bodies they put in the ride vehicles. I did. See, I saw the still with their that. hands taped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Executive yeah. Ride Project Engineer Gerald Kaplan takes us, uh, takes us uh, quote, through the plan for phase two, which will begin with push-pull testing. And that's what Michael's talking about when they're uh, running the, uh, the track through. Push-pull testing is where the train will be slowly dragged through the entire track, ensuring everything fits and is in place and there are necessary clearances at all points. So those, uh, if those dummies get stuck on something, then we need to <laughs> fix that, right? right. The next step will be the commissioning of the high-speed launch system, which will be undertaken in small incremental steps until reaching the launch at full speed. This will be followed by using test weights, and then several months later, when the attraction has been approved for riders, will be the first step. Will the first test with team members begin. Based on the timeline, it still seems unlikely that we'll see an official opening date for Tron until the summer at the absolute earliest. The exciting thing for guests visiting Magic Kingdom Park from now on is that you'll be able to see the testing being undertaken from Tomorrowland as the coaster emerges from under the canopy. And I did watch the video earlier this week where one of the Imagineers uh, was talking about the canopy and how it's going to look different at night and uh, have different colors. And like they did it like she showed up close of the canopy, like a piece of it. And it looked mm-hmm. really cool. Um, nice. Um, when it like when light comes up to it, it has like a definite pattern, you know. Uh, because she was going to, she was an architect and going to school at in Shanghai and like rode the ride and then got hired by well, an engineer. She was an engineer, not an architect, and got hired by Imagineering, and now she's working on it here. Well, that's cool. So I thought that was neat. So Tron, you're welcome, everybody. It's coming. All thanks to the Florida Project. And it's not going to open this summer. I can yeah. confidently say. Well, now I will say I've heard rumors that it might open this summer. <laughs> to be fair, summer lasts a long time in Florida. It was 86 degrees in February, so I consider that summer. Number two, the Muppets Mayhem series starring Lily Singh, developed by Adam Goldberg, greenlit by Disney+. Plus. So we talked about this a few weeks ago, but now we have some more details. A new Muppet series has been greenlit by Disney+. Plus. Deadline reported, as previously reported, the series will focus on the Electric Mayhem Band. Uh, the series is developed and written by Adam Goldberg, who is from the Goldbergs, as well as Bill Barrett, Beretta and Jeff Yorks. The Muppets are renowned for quality, creativity, and unrivaled fun storytelling for the whole family, said A.O. Davis, president of Disney-branded television. We are thrilled to have Adam, Bill, and Jeff at the helm to bring all of these iconic and great new characters to life in fresh and dynamic ways. Adam F. Goldberg is our resident Muppet enthusiast at ABC Signature, and getting to play in the sandbox with Bill, a longtime Muppet performer, as well as those beloved characters, was a dream come true for him. It will follow the Electric Mayhem band as they go on an epic musical journey to finally record their first studio album. Uh, Singh will play the human Nora, a driven junior A&R executive tasked with managing and wrangling the band. The band will come face-to-face with the current-day music scene as they try to finally go platinum. Goldberg, Barrett, Michael Bostick, and Chris Eber will executive produce. Yorks will be a co-executive producer. We're so excited to bring the story of the Electric Mayhem Band to the front and center of this new series, says Lightbody. They've been entertaining audiences since The Muppet Show, which debuted 45 years ago. So it's wonderful that these characters are finally getting to play lead rather than supporting roles. See, there's a lot of music stuff in there. <laughs> I hope it's good. I really do. They have a good team writing it and creating it. So Yeah, I don't know much about electric mayhem other than that their role on the Muppet show. There's not much to know. Like they were a band. They are my least favorite Muppets, so I'm I I am not excited about this. If they have good writing, it'll be good. That's the thing. But also I feel like we're trying to get the Muppets over and they're just not. They're over. Like it is a it is a 
No, I disagree wholeheartedly. It's like when uh, when they when they kept making um, those movies, like when we were kids, that were based off of comic strips, like the Green Hornet and but they made Popeye. that it type of stuff. Um, it feels like that where they're just like they're trying to go for the nostalgia thing, but they're it's just doesn't work anymore. I don't know. The Muppets People was like a good Muppets. movie. The first one. The Muppets was a very good movie. If so, if you everything do it right, after that was not good. If you do it right, Kiermit was very good. Oh yeah, the second one was pretty yeah. good. Not as good. Not as good. But, but Kiermit alone yeah. was good. I if that's what makes me think if they just do it right, it'll be fine. Like it'll be good. Now the Muppets uh, on ABC was not good. They tried. I don't know. It didn't work. They tried to do something different. And then the Disney Plus thing was fine. It was just kind of weird. No, it wasn't. It was bad. No, it was slow was... and it was boring. No. And it was weird. Like the framing device was weird. <laughs> it was they they were trying to make the Muppets hip and down with the four one one. No. Some of it was good. The Miss Piggy stuff was good. The uh the cooking show with Chef was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed those shorts. I thought some of it was really funny. Yeah. But Anything a lot with of it scooter was, not was also funny. really good. I'm yeah. a big fan of Scooter. There wasn't much of it, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Or put them in things like Haunted Mansion. That movie, the first 20 minutes of that movie, hilarious with the Muppets. Yeah, if it's just written well, it'll be good. Yeah, but don't, like I'm just saying, put them in something else. This might be Your good. Muppet Treasure Island. This is something your, else. Your <laughs> they're trying Christmas something Carol. new. Maybe a Muppet Julius Caesar. <laughs> they're they're tr- literally doing what you're saying. They're trying to use smaller Muppets and trying something new. No, they're trying to make... I'm not saying try something new. I'm saying absolutely <laughs> the opposite of that. Well, I'm saying put them in something that everybody already likes. Okay. But you feel the opposite about Star Wars. You want them to not use the same characters. You want them to do something new and completely different. He's a complicated man. <laughs> Put him in, make a Muppet Star Wars. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> See, I'm down with that too. I like the Muppets. Kind of like the Family Guy Star Wars. Yeah. Do a Muppets version. Yeah. Kermit would be Luke Skywalker, yeah. obviously. Piggy would be Leia. But yeah, nobody's arguing with you. It'll be great. Who would be Jabba the Hutt? Pepe. The <laughs> <laughs> Giant body in this little tiny head. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Muppet hating aside, <laughs> that's it for Main Tweet USA. Thanks, Will. That was a great trip down Main Tweet USA. Today's topic is tips for Walt Disney World first timers. Uh, so we thought we would go through um, and just give folks who are planning their first trip to Disney, uh, who have no experience with Disney, sort of some of our tips and tricks. This isn't really like, you know, uh, how to use the systems or, or how to, uh, you know, what's the best time to log into fast pass or, I mean, lightning lanes, whatever, um, that kind of, it's just more general stuff. Um, also you suppose if you haven't been, if you've been before, but you haven't been in, in a while. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, this isn't necessarily a trip planning episode. It's more of a a trip feeling episode. <laughs> so, here we go. All right. Um uh, the the tips that we have here were um uh some are from us, some are from the Patreon Saints. So, uh thank you for everybody who contributed. Um and here we go. 
Um, general stuff. The uh, some just overarching stuff about Disney World. Uh, first one I'd say is you can't do everything, right? No, and you shouldn't even try. No, because you'll, you'll get frustrated. Yep. I've tried to do everything. I still haven't done everything. Yep. Yeah, and don't feel like because you couldn't do something or you can't do something because maybe it's closed while you're there that that your trip is ruined. Something will be closed. Because there's plenty there. of stuff to do. Yeah. There may be stuff to do that you don't know about and you'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, you can miss all the big like super attractions but still have a great time with your family and make great memories. Like, if, if you don't Go on Rise of the Resistance. That's not the end of the world. For me, it's close to the end of the world, but that's different. <laughs> Honestly, I'm getting a little tired of Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. First Muppets hate, now Rise of the Resistance hate. <laughs> I'm going to throw this microphone at you pretty soon. All right, next up. But then I wouldn't get to say anything anymore. It's true. Uh, next up is, it's expensive. We all get it. You can buy the t-shirt. No, nope, most banned expensive them. day ever. Am I, right, <laughs> I saw some new ones a couple of weeks ago too. Oh, yeah? One of them was actually kind of funny, but I intentionally forgot it because I was like, I still don't approve. But oh. one, it was like, all right, that's the best one I saw. Because <laughs> it was like half snarky, half like fun, you know. Like, uh-huh. But still, no, I forgot it because you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Um. Also, like, you know. Just come to terms that it's expensive and and move on. Uh, and don't bring it up. Don't bring up how much you paid for it every five or 10 minutes, especially to your kids. Like you see that. Yeah. I see that from time yeah. to time. Like people say, oh, you know how much I paid for this? Or and what do they care? Well, <laughs> and, you know, let's say that that you have money troubles at home. Your kids probably hear those discussions and then now they feel guilty because they're contributing to that because you are continually telling them how much it costs or uh, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, just it's expensive and you know, there's, there are ways to save money at Disney and tips in that, you know, area that you can seek out. Um, But it's always going to be expensive. It's always been expensive in different ways. It's the most expensive it's ever been right now, but yep, a lot of things so are. So are cars and yeah. gas. I mean, it's just, that's the way it is. It's just, yeah. it's a premium vacation yeah. destination, you know? Yep. It's, not, it's not going to the lake no. uh, or the local county fair, which you should go to still, mm-hmm. by the way. Ooh, those will be coming back like officially, officially soon. We need to go to another one of those. Bring a lot There's of a big sanit- one up here. sanitizer. I want to go to the one up in North Georgia, the Hi- one in Hiawassee, okay. which I like saying too, which yeah. is a fun uh, city now. All right. Corn dogs. Love a corn dog, especially a fair corn dog. Yeah, those are the best, yeah. besides the ones of the little red wagon. Yeah. All right. On your trip, things are going to change. Uh, a ride may go down. Something that you wanted to do next may not be available next. Or um, whatever. So just uh, relax and kind of roll with it. Like it's a, a lot of people do a lot of planning um, uh, and kind of almost overly plan. And then if things don't execute exactly to plan, then they get um, it can be frustrating or um, or they can get frazzled. So just realize that your plan may not fully work out. Uh, but if you're present and in the moment and having fun. Um, 
it'll all be good. Yeah, I mean, it brings us back to your first point. There's so much to do there that um, if whatever you have planned for 11.30 on Tuesday mm-hmm. doesn't work out for wh- whatever reason, there's plenty of other things to do at that time. Yep. Um, so, just got to roll with it. Yep. You're on vacation. You're supposed to have a good time and not, you know, worry about the details once you're actually on the vacation, especially. Yep. It's going to happen. So, just yep. go ahead and get ready. Like a rise, rise of resistance is going to go down the day you want to ride it. Let's yep. just for half the day at least. It, it happens. But Pirates there's is closed. So, yeah, they'll whip. <laughs> there's so much other stuff to do. That's the thing. Like you know, and then that's how you even you know for your first timers, everything's going to be great. Yeah. So let's just be clear. Um, it's going to be awesome. So don't worry about it. You can always come back. Yep. All right. Uh. This one is, um, I think this one is very important. Um, Stay away from the Disney subreddits, uh, Twitter, and many of the blogs. Um, And then YouTube. Like, you can see ride-throughs of everything and and all that kind of stuff. Don't do it. Yeah, just, um, I, I would say stay away from the Disney social media stuff or most of it because a lot of it is super negative and a lot of it, especially in the Walt Disney world subreddit is just, it's just people trying to get karma from um, saying, Oh, does anybody else think this is really expensive and not, you don't get what it's worth. Like (laughs) I see a lot of people saying, Oh, I'm planning my first trip, but it seems like it's going to be terrible um, in these subs and, and just like, People on Disney social media, and this is coming from a guy who does a podcast about Disney World, um, are generally going to be, those people are generally going to be super negative and, um, and, and sort of, uh, I guess, take it for granted. Um, You're going to really hate our next episode about the worst of everything. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of why we started our podcast is we wanted to yep. talk to have a pause cast. Yep. But it's only gotten worse, which is funny. Not <laughs> us, obviously. We've only gotten better every week. I'd like to think so. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I, that Walt Disney World subreddit is funny because I was looking at it today and literally it's like, hey, this cool picture. Hey, this is a fun picture of the castle. This is the worst trip I've ever had in <laughs> yeah. my entire life. All right. Like everything's changed. Everything's the worst. And then you read through the comments and there's always one out of fives like, I don't know. I had a good time. Yeah. I was just <laughs> yeah. there last week. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I'm that, like I was there three weeks ago and yeah, it was busy. Yeah. It was this. Yeah. It was that. I still had a good time. There's always a little hiccup somewhere, but man, like if it's that bad, maybe just, you know, it's cool. Don't go back. Yeah. Like I, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing, but it's nowhere near as bad as some of these people on the subreddit say. Yep. And you also have to remember the people that are having a great time, which is a majority of them aren't on social media talking about it yep. mm-hmm. you're more likely to get the people complaining about something but i will say that you sh- if this is your first time or you haven't been a long time it would probably make sense to look at some blogs that are more trip planning related mm-hmm. um, we have a great podcast episode about that in the archives actually i do um some of my favorites are i like uh, touring plans that's a good one to check out like it has just very factual um, information and then they have crowd mm-hmm. calendars with predictions and um, they've like according to their reports like they've been pretty accurate um, even through pandemic and stuff um, yeah, what are look, some other ones you like 
Yeah, look for FAQs and things that less about like opinions about. Yep. You know, like don't read about opinions about Genie Plus for the most part. Read about how it works. How it works. Yeah. Is it worth getting? When can I take advantage of it? And, and decide, you know, from that if it, if you want to use it. But just reading about someone who had a bad experience with Genie Plus, but you don't really know how to use it, isn't yep. really going to help you on your trip. The Disney, like, blog the resort blog is pretty good too yeah. they have some good ways to get you excited about what's coming up soon like the, the food and wine festival or things like just like quick little like oh that is going to be fun oh they have this i didn't know about that so yep. and there's a lot of stuff on the uh what is the name of the blog it's like it's disney disney, disney parks, parks blog. Blog. that's what i'm thinking of that i still read it they have some good mm-hmm. articles on there for disneyland and walt disney world yeah um, the Diz is really good for trip planning, whether it's to the park or like cruises, anything mm-hmm. Disney. They've been doing it for um, over 20 years. So, yeah, WDW Info, I think, is their mm-hmm. site. Um, their podcast can be hit or miss, but uh, the site is fantastic for I don't miss just it. information. Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not true. I'm making a joke. I like some of their stuff. Yep. Um, we use uh, WDW Magic for news a lot of times because mm-hmm. they don't put opinion in. Yep. Um, what's that other one I've been looking at uh, too? Um, Blog Mickey. It's mm-hmm. not bad. Although it's starting, eh, the more I read it, sometimes and it Disney gets in Food Blog is good. Disney Food Blog which, is good. Which yep. obviously has more of a slant toward like the food stuff at Disney. But, but you'd be surprised. They have a lot of just yeah. regular stuff too. But it's good like if you're trying to decide like how much should I like bring for food like how much is it going to cost me to feed my family of four on, on a trip like realistically and, and that sort of thing because that's those are the kind of things that people just don't really know and yeah and how would you know and they'll um, have menus on there too and prices yeah. so yeah. there you go that's that's the kind of stuff i like so um ww info has some good fact sheets mm-hmm. so does allears.net for the resorts mm-hmm. and like photos of the particular rooms you're going to get yeah, touring um, plans has that yeah. too, and that is re- even now. Like I'm looking at uh, maps and stuff when I go, and like what to request if you want to request a room, like a mm-hmm. building or something, you know. Yep. Um. So, so even if you've been a ton, that's there's some really good resources out there just for information. It can be overwhelming, but you know, some people like to really dive into everything. So. Yep. Um. But opinions sneak in on all this stuff too. <laughs> They really do. It's and Tron's coming, but it's going to be terrible. What? Yeah. <laughs> Stay. I, I like uh, Michael's advice. Stay away from reviews of things and mm-hmm. look for um, yeah. how tos. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's really good. A review would be more probably more interesting to you once you've been before and you kind of you know if you're interested in like a new ride or something you have something to compare it to. So like if someone doesn't like it because of X Y Z, you might understand why they don't like it versus it just being like a negative opinion about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with now, like after you go, I would highly recommend watching ride through videos to try yeah. to bring that little bit of magic back, yeah. you know, or and see things that you missed. Exactly. Um, and then like, you know, some behind the scenes stuff too, not behind the seeds. No, we do not recommend that. <laughs> we do <laughs> not. I haven't even been on it because of your recommendation. It is, but don't listen to us. Cause that's our opinion. <laughs> I think this one you can listen to. You can take it to the bank. <laughs> Take or leave the Muppets opinion, but this behind the scenes opinion is the right. Is well, the other correct people one. like it, so it's hard to say. Do they or do they do it because it's the cheapest tour? I don't know. I, I don't know. I again, it's you know how you feel about that. That's how I feel about living with the land. I don't get it. I don't get why you people love it so much. Like I understand it looks neat. It's neat to see some plants, 
But that's it. That's all I got. I don't like that part. I like the indoor part. See, it's like, I, I it's think, like a dark ride. Oh, I like point. the outdoor part. See, get me, I, get me through this dark ride. The dark, dark ride's too dark. Half the animatronics don't work, and then I see plants. I can go to my parents' backyard to their garden to see the plants. <laughs> all right, sounds like we're spiraling into Disney social media. So let's move on. <laughs> You're all garbage. All right. Uh, this was a fun one. If you go during like the week of Halloween, you get Halloween decorations, then food and wine generally starts. Mm-hmm. And then on November 1st, Christmas is in the parks. Mm-hmm. Like Halloween's gone, Christmas is in the parks. So, I wouldn't be surprised if it does if it, they start going earlier at this point. Christmas like having Hallow Christmas. <laughs> Maybe. Like, honestly, starting in August. <laughs> um, but I love that transition. I've been there for the transition and it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Halloween night, go back the next morning, all gone. Yeah. And it really gives you like an appreciation for how much they care about the parks and how much work they do. And, and, um, you know, cause that's like, it really is like all of the Christmas decorations are up. The trees probably won't be up on the first day, but they'll be up soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they stay up longer now because of like the staff shortages and whatnot, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's cool to see it come down to in phases and how long Christmas lasts until like the second or third week of January sometimes. Yeah, it keeps it so that you don't feel like you have to go the week of Christmas in order to experience Christmas right. at Disney yeah. World. Or and Halloween seriously starts in August. Yeah. Yeah. Like so and food and wine is a long time now. And flower mm-hmm. and gardens a long time. The arts, they still haven't like expanded the length on that. Yeah, I wish one that yet. one was longer. I do too, because I wish if it had just ended when I was there in January. Yeah. For Marathon Week. It's my favorite one. Give it one more week for Marathon Weekend. Let me yeah. see. Let me see them art. <laughs> I want to see some art. And the sushi donut. Mm. All right. Uh next up, I would recommend uh not over planning to the smallest detail. Um, your plans will get derailed at some point with weather alone. Absolutely. So we're supposed to do this from 1030 to 1115, but there's a monsoon and a cranky kid. I'm just saying, yeah, you're going to get derailed. Yeah. Like I love seeing some of these plans. Like they're neat. Yeah. But you got to be open to the fact that if you can just throw that away, you're still going to have a good time. Yeah. Maybe on the fourth day you're there. You don't rope drop for the fourth day in a row. Maybe you hang out and you sleep in. You're tired. And go to the pool. Go to the park later if you want to. Yeah. Like, we're going to go to the pool this morning because the kids are cranky. Something that we stayed up till the fireworks last night. Mm-hmm. Well, the plan says, no, you, you got to be flexible <laughs> with these things. Remember, you're there to have fun, not to check every single thing off the list. Yeah. I think some people forget that a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. I've done, I've been on both sides of that. Like, I've, I've gone like for the spontaneous trip, but I've also had several trips where I like extremely planned out stuff um, with spreadsheets and stuff like that. And while it's fun to plan, that part of the trip isn't like it. Ne- you never follow the plan. Yeah. Um, no. And if you do, you're just stressed. I would think. Yeah. Um, Looking at your watch. In my experience, yeah, it's like I had fun making the plan, but I didn't have fun following the plan because there's too too much unpredictability. Yeah, that's a good that's a good thought. Like, plan the planning is fun. It gets you excited. Um, mm-hmm. But then, you know, when you get down there, when you go through the 
the gates and you're in the bubble, you're supposed to forget the outside world. So just leave your yep. plan. Yeah. Especially at the Magic Kingdom. Just just go. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, you can have your lightning lane and whatnot, but like just go. You're gonna find something to do and a lot of fun. Things happen like those cavalcades just come up on you now. Yeah. Just- and there is some planning you have to do. You need to pick which park you're gonna go to and things like yep. that. Yeah. But those are more high level things. Like you don't need to know where you're gonna be at eleven thirty specifically or you know, I'm getting ready for lunch. Exactly what, what lunch I'm going to have because you might get to that restaurant and it's too crowded. And you want to yep. go somewhere else. So, well, from eleven to twelve, that's free time, and during your free time, <laughs> you can choose from one of these three activities. <laughs> yep, but if there's too many people at the shooting arcade, no, nope, well, you chose that, so yeah, that's, that's it. Sorry, it was stand, one of the three uh, free time activities. I mean, it, yeah, that's not free time. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. The one thing, uh, I don't mind the park reservation system, and I understand everything about it, but boy, and this angered some planning people, but like I loved those days when we would go and go outside and whatever bus came first, and that's the park we were going to go to. Man, that was fun. But you always wanted the other one. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, oh, man, I'd rather go to studios today. But but I you can. Again. No, no, we said we were going to do but this But you can. One. Not tied to Will anything. roll with it. <laughs> Can't do it. Roll with it. We said we'd go on the first one. We said we're rolling with it this way. We can't yeah. roll with it a different way. And we ate breakfast too long, so the whole schedule's <laughs> off. <laughs> I hope you're ready for lunch in 30 minutes because that's when lunch is. We gotta go to restaurant <laughs> We don't have a reservation, but we said. <laughs> Which they just uh, apparently uh, were renovating while I was there. And I spoke highly of it before, but now it's better. So I have more rooms open. Hmm. All right. Next up is if you take a rest day, which you should, enjoy all of the resort amenities. Um, If you're not staying at a resort, come back and check out Disney Springs, mini golf, water parks, more stuff uh, throughout the, the vacation kingdom of the world. Those resorts have way more like activities than you think. Um, when I was at Riverside last time, they even have a fishing hole. Yeah. Just, I, like, <laughs> yeah. An actual fishing hole. Yeah. You go rent like poles and stuff. And you get weird bikes that carry up to 16 yeah. people. There's now some of the activities are still slowly coming back, but they always have movies under the stars. The even s'mores somewhere. Yeah. At uh, Fort Wilderness. Yep. And I think Animal Kingdom Lodge. Maybe? That sounds right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you can uh, you can you can they had like a not a vending machine but like a s'more kit you could yeah. buy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, cuz you could do it with the nighttime not safari but like where you go look at the animals at night. Yeah. At the at resort. Coronado they had like tie-dye. Like they would the cast members do tie-dye with the kids and stuff yeah. and like make arts and crafts. Like there's a ton of stuff going on. I've seen sunrise yoga. There is that sort of thing. I don't know. It's not for me. <laughs> Michael, what do you think about the sunrise yoga? I've never seen a sunrise. <laughs> never will. <laughs> if it's a tequila sunrise, he's in. There we oh, go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's just a ton to do that are even just like they have activities at the pools too. Like, yeah, like, and there's just, there's just so much. Go- like I remember when we were there last time and uh, Monopoly, Chris and I were sitting on the porch at uh, <laughs> Riverside in a couple of rocking chairs and there was just the resort was a buzz with activities at like eight o'clock. Yeah, like the food court was there, the pool was going, people were watching a movie over here, like kids were playing checkers next to us. Like it was, it was just nice. Yeah, and that's not even a theme park, like you know. So it was great. Yeah, and those quick service places, like a lot of times the 
food the rest of the day is better than the breakfast, which is what most people mm-hmm. get at the quick service. Try places, it. So they have good. They have really good gumbo at French Quarter actually yep. for dinner, lunch, and dinner. All right. So now we're going to move on to some tips about transportation. Um, first off, Walt Disney World is really, 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 <laughs> really big. You can't walk anywhere. So don't like. How big is it? <laughs> um, uh, and normally, if you're going from one thing to another thing, it's going to take at least 30 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Uh, so, you know, just keep that in mind. Like, it's it's super big. If you've only been to Disneyland, it's not that. It it's is not that. the opposite of that. <laughs> and if you'll notice, which I pointed out last time I was there, there are no sidewalks anywhere. No. They don't want you walking around. Because there'll be gators. And, and there were people walking around more this past time I was there. I was like, what? Yeah, it looked really odd. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing out there? Yeah, get, they have like running trails in the resorts for. Yeah, people. that's different. Like you want to walk around there, but but like between resorts, you're not supposed to be over. These are for buses and cars. Yeah, so get out of here. Yeah, place is too big. This is a city here. Get off World Drive. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, goodness, I man. Only time you can be on World Drive is at a run Disney race. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you've paid a hundred and something dollars, then you earned that right <laughs> to run on that stupid road. Um. So, uh, parking at the parks is included with your resort reservation, which a lot of people don't know, apparently. Right. So, uh, so if you want to take your car from the resort to the parks, you can, like, that's a, you know, um, definitely something to do. And, and really for a lot of the parks, it's uh, a good option, um, for magic kingdom though, on your magic kingdom day take the bus because you, you cut off, you shave off a good 30 to 45 minutes of transportation time, getting from the parking lot to the front of the, um, unless it's your first time, because I think there's something to be said about experiencing like the monorail and the Uh, ferry boat. Like if you've never done that before and in the anticipation of crossing seven seas lagoon, seeing the iridescent castle across the lake. Yep. Seven. That is the only asterisk on that. Otherwise, yeah. I would say take the buses to Magic Kingdom. Yep. Um, the other right. ones, like Epcot parking lot, is not huge. Magic or uh, unless you're studios. on the other end, <laughs> right? <laughs> but the they end. don't normally put you. Like if it's a really busy day, they put you on the other end. But if they you're don't at normally. the end of the the rows, are like three miles. Long. <laughs> yeah. If you're close <laughs> to the middle, you're fine. The problem right now is the trams are only running at Magic Kingdom parking lot, and mm. but I assume the rest will be coming back soon. Yeah, I think so. Animal Kingdom can be a hike. I'll t- I'll tell you that from the a- end of the parking lot. Again, from a run Disney race, I can tell you that it's like three quarters of a mile or something. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. I hate to run into that parking lot. So it the Animal know, Kingdom one seems like I don't know. It seems like when people are walking towards Animal Kingdom from their car, it just becomes a free for all. Like well, it's, it's also the everybody's place everywhere. So <laughs> you could take a short. It's always hot at Animal Kingdom, especially in the parking lot. I don't know why. But Epcot and Studios, no, it doesn't seem that bad. Same day. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Something about Animal Kingdom. Oh, no. Epcot's hot. I don't I don't it's agree. Like, that World Ep- Showcase? It is hot, but it's not as hot as Animal Kingdom. Walking to the fr- from the parking lot to the front, I need, I need to stop at the Oasis or I'll die. Yeah. Well, I think uh, it's because Animal Kingdom is slightly closer to the equator. Ah. It's a little bit further south. It's true. Well, it's also a zoo. Like a quarter of a mile. It's not a zoo. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um... So uh, another one, if you're using Disney transportation and you're just over it and you don't want to wait or you don't want to do whatever, call an Uber or Lyft. It's like 
less than 10 bucks for most everywhere you want to go. If you have kids and need car seats and things like that, it's probably going to be more, but for a, a, uh, just a small group, um, call an Uber. It really, really helps to take you right to your room. Yeah. And it's, it's the kind of thing like we've done it where we haven't intended to take an Uber. Like we'll go wait for the bus and then we've waited a little bit too long. We're like, all right, I don't want to wait anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're they're always there for it. Even in the pre Uber days, you know, we would take a cab. Just like I'm over mm-hmm. it. I need, I want to get in this car right now and get back to my room. Yeah, like it. It's always there for it. It's all. It's premium. Um, it's priced at a premium too. So, you know, just sometimes you're over it, and I I definitely or you're late for dinner. You know, there's something. There's always a reason for it. But you know, it's great. It makes it easier to get back for sure. And especially if like you know. Oh, this the for some reason the Coronado bus just is not getting here fast enough. Yeah. You know, I do like you see the times uh, on your app a lot of times now. There's I mean. another asterisk here again for the Magic Kingdom. Uh, if you're taking an Uber to the Magic Kingdom, it takes you to the Ticket and Transportation yeah. Center. And if you want to take an Uber from the Magic Kingdom back to your hotel, you have to go back to the the Ticket and Transportation Center to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't get it from where the buses are yeah. at Magic Kingdom. Or you could take a resort launch to somewhere. And uh, get it from a resort too, probably. Yep. There's you have a lot of options, so just don't think that you're just stuck with the buses. Yeah. You know, just keep your options open. And there's a lot of again these planning uh, websites that'll let you know that. So. Uh, and then finally, premium parking isn't really necessary at most places. Um, maybe Magic Kingdom, um, and then it's nice at Epcot, but. Uh, don't feel like you have to get the VIP parking. Um, but if you're a resort guest or an annual pass holder where your parking is included, uh, then the VIP parking costs like $20 instead of $40 because they take off, you know, what you are already entitled to uh, before they charge you for the the premium parking. Yeah. So if you feel like splurging one day. Yep. You get those free little bottles of water. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. And there was one day when we were, uh, we were there trying to make a lightsaber um, reservation for our nephew. And um, for some reason, the the ticket booth was super backed up, like super far back. So we did premium parking just so that we could get closer so we could get in to his reservation faster, but, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> or on time. But um, really for the most part, it's not a, not a big deal. You don't, really need it parking lots are big but they're not that big magic kingdom one's pretty big yeah i'm just saying well yeah magic Kingdom. it's bigger than disneyland it's true all right uh next up food and beverage tips didn't snag a res for be our guest or some <laughs> other marquee restaurant no problem uh there's plenty of food plenty to eat there and um people especially some of the some of these uh social media sites um People talk about Disney food as if it is fantastically amazing food. It is fine and good. Like it's definitely good for a theme park, but it's not like you're not going on a a, a culinary <laughs> safari um, around Walt Disney. Oh, they need to do that in Animal Kingdom. Like it is huh. like a <laughs> culinary safari. Uh, <laughs> delightful. It is still, you know, they're in the nice restaurants there. You're in and out of there and, 40 minutes tops. Like they're turning those tables. They're pushing you through. So it's kind of like a cruise ship um, where uh, it's almost like a banquet or almost like a, 
like a wedding or something where food is it's you're not getting the best quality food that you've ever gotten ever in one of these marquee restaurants. Um, some of the, uh, uh, hotel restaurants, those are different, like a Gico type of thing or, uh, some of those, but any of the, in the theme park, um, most of it is ambience, uh, is number (laughs) one. And then food is number two. That said it is good food. Like I'm not saying that's the worst food, but, um, but it's not like the greatest thing you've ever had in your life. And it's not the end of your trip if you didn't get Cinderella's Royal Table. Yep. Also, don't give up. It might open back up. Yeah. Um. So don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Yep. Yeah. Even like 10 minutes before you want to eat somewhere, something can open up mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. close to when you want it. So you just never know. So again, if you'll, you, you'll find something. Yeah. yeah. So don't feel like you have to plan Walk up to the exactly people in front of the eat. restaurant and be nice to them and maybe they'll give you, maybe they have something. Yeah. It's a sticker. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're not going to have a last minute. We have 16 people. Oh, okay. Well, we'd like a space dog showbiz. We'd like to sit next to the window too. (laughs) (laughs) During harmonious. (laughs) We're not, this is two hours before. (laughs) Don't be all, you know, there's one that we could have put back in general. Be nice to the cast members. You might get something out of it too, by the way. And it doesn't hurt to be nice. Yeah. You should be nice anyway. It's good practice for everyday life. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> uh, you can get ice water for free from any quick service restaurant. So if they have a fountain, you can go in there and ask them for a cup of water. Mm-hmm. And they'll give it to you. Yep. Um, Even at like the Dole Whip place. Yeah. You know, little place and they're small like waters. Like they're the small cups. They're wee little cups. But... You can get uh, seven of them yeah. if you want. You can be like, hey, can I, and we do this often. We know that it takes three of those small cups of water to fill up both of our water bottles. So do that. Mm-hmm. Drink mm-hmm. water. And there's no shame in that. I mean, it's not like you're not gaming the system. or anything. No. It's water. It's fine. Yeah. And there's still a lot. Have you? Oh, no, they're not. But like if you get coffee, they're still using those Disneyland uh, holiday cups. I wonder how many of those they made that they're trying to get rid of. It's weird. Anyway, that's something I should have mentioned in my trip review uh, last time. Okay. Uh, Next up, we have say yes to snacks. All of them. If you're hungry, get something to eat. Yeah. Well, we have a reservation into it. No, just get something to eat. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. You're on vacation too. Don't forget. Yeah. If you were at the beach or any other vacation, you'd go grab some chips. Yeah. Go get some popcorn. If you're hungry, do yeah. it. You've been walking around all day in the heat. Yeah. Get something to wash that water uh, you, to eat so you can wash it down <laughs> with that free water. That's what I'm trying to say. Also, you can bring your own snacks. That They have mm-hmm. no problem with you bringing your own food and beverages into the park. Yep. Do it. And, you know, and just... And there's some really good snacks. Too. There are, especially in Animal Kingdom. Actually, they got some really interesting stuff. Like yeah. walk around the corner, like I've never seen. I, there's new stuff every time I go. Don't, actually, don't go on the culinary safari though. Why not? That'd be lovely. This is a lion. Now eat this piece of lion. Telling me you wouldn't try it? <laughs> I'd no. Try it. Now I'm looking Jason, at a lion. Jason, you come with me. On <laughs> yeah, the we'll go on the safari. culinary safari. <laughs> I'm not talking about the actual Michael will go safari. On passage. <laughs> not yeah. like the actual safari ride. I'm talking like a restaurant that will call a culinary safari. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like you'd be eating things that you saw that you see on the safari. I mean, Might. I'd do it just so you know. It's like the land they serve. <laughs> <laughs> the Bloody Mary has a flamingo flag in it. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. Um, yeah. yeah. Say yes to snacks. Hungry, not hungry. If it smells good and you want it, get it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 
You're it's a good gonna, way to cool down too, like going into a quick service restaurant and getting a cupcake or a cookie or whatever, mm-hmm. or just a thing of fries. Uh huh. And share in. them and just sit and sit in that. We'll talk about this later, but for resting, but it's, it's all part of that too. Yep. Take a few minutes, get off your feet and it's good for you. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. You already did. Yeah. Keep doing it, man. Mm-hmm. In for a penny and for a pound, right? <laughs> That's what I always say. You know, once the Both mon- money and weight wise, <laughs> once the money's already been spent, man, yeah. I'm not one to dwell on it after that. Yeah, like, me neither. Well, there it is. Oof. $7 for this popcorn. Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh, that, when when I bought um, my first house, I bought a big TV for it, <clears throat> and my mom was helping me furnish. So you know, we we would go and look at stuff, and so we got the TV. I ordered it, um, uh, had the delivery set up, and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and then the next store we were at, she was like, "Oh, well, let's see how much it would have cost here." And I was like, "That's not fun. I don't like." It's been, it's done. Like, that's not a fun game mm-hmm. for anybody. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. I either like paid too much for it or didn't pay, like, you know, so. 100% agreed. Yeah. But people are different, you know. Yeah, that's like, true. We're, we're similar that way. I don't like to go shopping. I like to go buying. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we have festivals at Epcot are a great opportunity to try foods you wouldn't normally try in small portions. Yeah, I wrote that. I like it. I think it's a really good idea. Uh, I had haggis for the first time at a food and wine festival. Oh, how was that? Was it also the I've last time? I've never been able to pull the trigger for that. It wasn't the. It wasn't in a sheep Sheeps. stomach. Yeah. Oh, but other than that, it did. Have, you know, it was the innards. You know, cooked like liver and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a paste. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it wasn't great. But hey, I tried it. But you tried it. You know, I, when else am I going to go? Like. Somewhere and like get haggis, mm-hmm. you know, or a scotch egg. I never would have tried that at a bar somewhere. Yeah. Like, you know, just things to try. And I liked it too. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I've, I've, I've found like beer and wine that I've had at Walt Disney World that I get again. My dad buys that grapefruit beer at Publix now. Oh, does Every it? once in a while. Yeah. Nice. There's a lot of disgusting food that is so much better if you have it in paste form. I've discovered <laughs> Like what? I don't know. Just anything. Okay. Well, there's a lot of food that is also better in the theme park form. Too. That's true. You know, popcorn like, always tastes better. There's no way it's as good as, you know, I make it out in my head. But, it, you know, yeah, it's really good there. You know, it's when you're sprinkling in the of magic on most it. magical place on earth. Again, just treat yourself. That's all we're saying. If you're yeah. hungry, just get something to eat. Yeah. It sound, it does, that sounds dumb, but people will be like, no, we got to be our guest in two hours. Yeah. We can't just. Uh, speaking of on a food and wine festival day, like if you're doing that, don't book a reservation nope. for anything. Like nope. you don't need any dinner. You don't need like, just, just, uh, nibble your way around the world and you'll be good. Now I have had the issue where you start too early and you're done yeah. by like four yep. and then like eight o'clock at night, I'm going over to the, the food court and grabbing a burger Yeah, well, back at the fine. resort. So just saying it happens. Yeah. I, I guess if you, if you have a reservation, um, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to. It's true. To um, indulge, indulge, or, or stroll. Yeah. Uh, all right. And now, finally, we move over to the parks. One, it's hot and humid in Central Florida. Um, we are from Georgia, where it is also hot and humid. But the heat of the day in July in 
Central Florida is no joke. I don't know. I ain't going. And people go, oh, it's Florida. <laughs> like, you see the things with the breezes and all that. Uh, it is landlocked, like super landlocked. Yeah, you're in Central Florida. It's flat. There's yep. no sea breeze. Yep. No sea breeze from either side. Uh, and then there's, you know, it's built on a swamp. So you got swamp. No, we drained that right up. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> uh, so it's hot and humid. Take a break. Uh, recognize when you get um, overheated and go inside Yes, for some air conditioner time. Yep. Um, or even just out of the sun. Yeah. Just get out of the sun and have some water. Yep. Regardless. Yep. We have a lot of Midwestern listeners, I would say, probably. Uh, if this is your first trip and you're in the Midwest, it's it's no joke. It is a wet heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gross. I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> now yeah, it's, now it's, it's gross. It's, it's just as bad as that sounds. Swamp. <laughs> uh, all right. If you choose to bring a bag, pack light. You don't need everything in the world. Um, Michael and I bring a bag. Primarily to hold the water bottles. <laughs> um, but in our bag, we have a, it's a bag. We have our water bottles. Uh, sometimes a rain jacket or a poncho. Um, and then hand sanitizer, the battery pack for our phones. And that's pretty much it. Some sunscreen. Yeah. Sunscreen, sunscreen yeah. tissues. And then sometimes we'll bring snacks. Yeah. Just, sometimes you just never know when you might. Want a snack and be stuck in line and you can't. Just a whole fried chicken. <laughs> An eight piece right you, in there. Yep. You can. But the, uh, the, the positive side to bringing a mostly empty bag is um, you get your souvenirs. You stuff them right in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the bag limits the number of souvenirs you get. Yep. Mm-hmm. In size. So. Because also those Disney bags will stain your hands. Yes, they will. When your hand is all sweaty and you've been mm-hmm. holding it for hours. Yep. Yep. So and and the um another thing about uh if you bring a bag, we bring a uh, I think it's called a venture bag that we got off of Amazon. <clears throat> and it's just a it's a very small, very lightweight, uh breathable, I think, um backpack uh that stuffs in on itself. So we pack that in, you know, our main backpacks. Um and use the smaller, lighter one for the parks. Um, yeah. You know, if you if you bring your large backpack, your laptop bag, or whatever, <laughs> you're going to be a sweaty mess. Yeah. The best thing to do is to have a person in your party bring the bag and not actually have to carry it. Yeah. Or a stroller. Or a stroller. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. I miss when Stewart had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was great. Had like. Yeah, because he also he he went by the pack light. Yeah. Generally. Mm-hmm. But he has this giant stroller, mm-hmm. so he's packed light for Ben, which is great. He even had cup holders, yeah. man. And then he's <laughs> oh. like, oh, yeah, there's plenty of room. Just put all your stuff in here. Yeah. Okay. Ben's like walking. Like, yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but now he's like seven feet tall or something. Yeah. Kids, they grow up. Like a weed. Mm. All right. Uh, rest. Doesn't matter when or how, just rest. Kids aren't the only ones who get tired. Adults get tired and cranky and hot. Arguably more so sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not me. Never happened. I don't get hangry down there. <laughs> I eat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but hangry is part of it, too. But tired, absolutely. You get irritated, you get irritated. Take yeah. a break. Yep. We're all... It happens to literally everyone. Mm-hmm. A lot of Michael. times, lines are good breaks. Um, 
if you're in an air conditioned line, yeah, sometimes you just you do the line silent for 30, 40 minutes and you've had a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring your AirPods, listen to some music, mm-hmm. podcast. Just listen to the ambient sounds of the Magic Kingdom, perhaps. Yep. As your, or the uh, Space Mountain. That's a oh, lovely yeah. line if you're need, needing a break, honestly. Yeah. Um, or go sit in a, a quick service place and get a soda. Mm-hmm. Or that free water we talked about, guys. Yep. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated and rest. Yeah, because uh, people won't rest because they're worried, like... I spent so much money on this trip. Right. I, I don't want to spend we already time, talk, yeah. time resting. Money's but <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, you're going to have a much better time if you've rested some yeah. at some point. Rest time is between 4 and 4.15. We can't rest now. <laughs> right. Well, that's why the number one thing on this list is you're not going to do everything. So if you have that in your head, then you'll be fine. Yeah. The- and don't be afraid to split up a little bit from time to time. So like um, Michael and I do this. Uh, a lot where he'll go um, ride rides for an hour and then I'll go and do some shopping and we'll meet up on main street. Like I'll do some shopping and get a coffee and uh, just hang out for a little while and kind of mm-hmm. rest and, and recharge. And, um, uh, and like it, it helps uh, I think keep everybody happy on your trip. And then you have something to talk about the next time you're waiting in a 45 minute line. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Uh, the only ride you'll get soaked on is Kali River Rapids at Animal Kingdom. Um, you may get wet depending on where you sit in Splash Mountain, but it is manageable. And then you'll you get splashed on a couple of other rides. But Kali River Rapids, you'll get soaked. Everything else, don't worry about it. Ride on it; it'll be fine. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, and you know. You get what you get what you'll be fine. And you can also in your backpack maybe pack a little uh a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Do your Kali River Rapids, get sure. soaked, pop out and change. Mm-hmm. And there you go. There's a bathroom right there. Everybody's different. A lot of people do enjoy riding Kali River Rapids over and over at an Animal Kingdom a day, but some of us don't. Yeah. And, you know, I did when uh when I was a, a young pup. Yeah. We rode it multiple times. I think I've only so been much on that it twice ever. Belt started. I think I've only been on it twice. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I wanted you? to go on the Grizzly River Run when we were at uh, California Adventure, yeah. but it was closed and very cold. Yeah, yeah. But, we but, were there last time. It was super cold. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah we had a plan before before we knew it was going to be like that. I I don't know what this is going to do. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and at Disneyland, this is not tips for Disneyland, but. You can ride Kali if you're staying, you know, at Disneyland Hotel or any of those like on property ones. You can ride it and then go back to your room and change and then come back mm-hmm. real easily. All right. Uh, priority of parks. So for me, I would say um, Magic Kingdom is your top, then Studios, then Animal Kingdom, uh, and then Epcot. What say you guys? We both agree, except for the last two. <laughs> Yes, because they, they can switch yep. depending on the, the. For me, depending on who, like the 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 party, and the day, and yep. like if there's a festival going on you really care about, then Animal Kingdom gets bumped to the end. But if it's like a regular Epcot day and you got kids and stuff, mainly, yeah, Animal Kingdom is probably going to be number three. Yeah, yeah, I would agree, and it also depends on the age of the people that you're going with. Because while we all put Magic Kingdom as like the number one. If you're going with like a group of like 16 year olds, 
or even like young 20s, um, Hollywood Studios may be a better uh, choice as like for a, if you can only choose one park. Only one day. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So you kind of have to know like who you're going with and what kind of things might appeal to them. Yep. Uh, the next one is just get in line. The wait times are always um, inflated. And by the time you, you know, try to find the perfect line that's only three minutes, you've you've already waited the 20 or 30 minutes that the last thing was. So um, just get in line. Like Michael said, bring your AirPods or your headphones and, uh, you know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You're going to wait in line. But oftentimes, they're at least a th- the posted times are at least a third higher and sometimes double what it actually is. Um, okay. Keep a rain jacket or poncho on hand at all times. Especially if you're going in the summer. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the forecast may not call for rain, but it's going to rain a it's little gonna bit. It's going to rain. It's going to rain a little bit. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It'll be fine. If you're going in the summer and it's your first time, which is when most people go for the first time, probably with mm-hmm. kids, it's going to rain. If you don't like the Florida weather, wait 10 minutes. It'll be fine. <laughs> and apparently it floods. Have you seen those pictures yeah. this week? It was crazy. Yeah. But hey, it goes away. It's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I feel like we've been there on a flood, flood day. Mm-hmm. I saw. The, I some, think with Grace, right? Hollywood yeah. Studios. It got oh, pretty yeah. heavy over there. I never. I don't think I've ever been there when it's flooded. But Magic Kingdom for sure. Like in front of Small World, I've been in there when it's like. Oh uh, yeah. My yeah. shoes are soaking wet now, but it happens. Get over it. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, for us, it was Animal Kingdom. Yeah, we were there when it flooded once. And Epcot. And <laughs> you go around World <laughs> Showcase, you're probably going to get a little rain at some point. I mean, it's a yeah. long walk. <laughs> yeah. But there's plenty of places to duck into. And, and if you don't Canada bring a movie. Yeah. If you don't bring a poncho, they are for sale as well. Yes. <laughs> plenty of them, too. If if a cold snap comes, well, boy, there's a lot of sweatshirts on this rack <laughs> right here. This uh, temporary yeah. one is what I was trying to say. I've been caught by those sweatshirt racks before. Oh, yeah. I have a couple and of Walt Disney World sweatshirts. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to wear this again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have, we've bought. Plenty of ponchos. Yeah, well, like, we'll have a rain jacket and be like, oh, it's not going to rain today. Let's not bring the backpack. And yep. then, of course, it pours and, like, you walk into the store and suddenly everything is a poncho out yep. front. <laughs> so yeah. like, Might okay. as well get one. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've gotten one where I actually wore the kid's poncho before. <laughs> <laughs> Still works pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Well enough. I mean, you're keeping most of the rain off. All right. Uh, next up, buy those Mickey ears and get your name in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. If it's your first time, especially with kids, you're going to look back on You're going to find those later. And that's the stuff you're going to remember, yeah. especially in those pictures too, yeah. which, is, which was the next thing. There are other souvenirs that are really, they seem like a fantastic idea when you're in the store looking <laughs> at it. And then you, you not even you get it home two days later when you go to pack your suitcase, you're like, what is this? Why not? <laughs> I've oh. never felt that way with anything I've purchased. That um, lights, those two lightsabers have been great purchases. <laughs> if, if somebody ever attacks me with a, a, a Sith ever comes in my house, they're going to get it. I'll tell you that right now. You're going to get it. Hmm. If a Sith comes into your house, you're going to, you're, no, don't worry you're about done. It. I'm one with the force. Force is with me. They're plus one with the force. Yeah. Well, whatever. All right. Um, Next up, pose for those photo pass photos at the icons and anywhere else that you uh, see them. Michael and I at Disneyland, we came up, we practiced a pose, mm-hmm. um, like a couple pose. I looked on the the internet for different ideas for couples poses, 
and we practiced them and then we got a whole bunch of pictures and there are some great pictures in yeah. there because the photo pass people like they they know what they're doing and and take it seriously and um and they're really good at it and they're too. really good at it and that's the thing. These are the things you're going to remember. These are the pictures you're going to look at. Like these are the ears you're going to have forever. These are the things you're really going to have those core memories that'll yep. remind you of the other stuff. You're not going to remember how hot it was or if it rained that day. It's it's going to be great. But go ahead and get at least one of these photos at every park or definitely Magic Kingdom. And it's well worth it. Whatever the cost is, it's well worth it. Or they'll take a picture with your phone again now, by the way. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. So... And finally, get those first visit or other celebration buttons. This is, again, free souvenir. Free souvenir. And you'd be surprised. Well, you wouldn't be surprised. It's happened. It can brighten up the day. Mm-hmm. Like, if you've been having, like, you're a little hot, you're like, hey, congratulations. Oh, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And first visit for kids, I mean, they treat them like royalty, mm-hmm. like, depending on the cast member. So, it's absolutely worth it. Um, Don't abuse it. No. No. Do the right thing. Yeah, we're 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 saying that. Don't. And if it's a birthday trip, but it's not on your birthday, pick a day that's going to be your birthday. Absolutely. Like if if that's your celebration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my parents celebrated their anniversary like you know a couple of weeks early, a couple of weeks ago. It was great. Yeah, they had a great time. You end up chatting with people about mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's great. It's it's Free dessert uh, sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Couldn't eat all the cupcakes, quite frankly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but it's absolutely worth it, and and it adds that little bit of extra magic sometimes, especially with those first trip uh, buttons. So. Be sure to do that. Um, and they're at the front of every park or at your resort. So yep. just ask a cast member. And I think a lot of times in the stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. If you have any tips uh, for first-time visitors, email us at info at tfppodcast.com. You know where they can also find us is tfppodcast.com itself, what? Jason. I did know that. On Instagram at Reddit at slash tfppodcast. And our subreddit is not toxic, so it's fine. No. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at TFP underscore podcast. It's also not very active. <laughs> yeah, you know, we got to get back to that now. So you can subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcatcher, which is also not very active. So we need some more um, ratings on iTunes, folks. Yes, please. Let's get to it. We have some pretty awesome t-shirts over at shop.tfppodcast.com. And we have some exclusive Patreon-only content that's available to you if you support the show on patreon.com slash podcast. That's all I got. Anything else? Nope. nope. Oh, that's nice. Thanks for listening. We'll see you real soon.